Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Good evening. Sorry about that. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We're always right and we're never left. Before we begin our show today, I want to send out special prayers to all of those who lost friends and loved ones to the deadly pandemic that's going around COVID-19, and we hope that you're all practicing safety precautions. Also, I want to send out a special prayer to all of those victims who have been killed as a result of police violence. Conversely, I want to send out special prayers for all those police who have been killed in in violent crimes, uh, as well as the EMT, the young lady from down south uh, who got shot from a home invasion. My prayers go out to all of them and their families in these very, very difficult times. Today in our studio, we are very proud and, and blessed to have in the studio a gentleman that is on the ground running for Congress in the 9th Congressional District, and uh, he wants to make a change. He's a people's candidate, and he believes that we need to flip 19 seats to regain control of Congress, and he believes we need a candidate that can win in the general elections, and he notes that Hispanics make up almost 40% of registered voters in his district. The incumbent of Democrat only panders to the Hispanic voters. Some Hispanics vote from based on his last name alone, but if we elect Jose we can level a playing field for a person who clearly wants to serve all of the people and not some of the people. So without further ado, let me welcome into the studio U.S. Congressional Candidate for Florida District 9, Mr. Jose Castillo. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Chauncey. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm really excited to uh, you know, be part of your show and, uh, and uh, have your audience get to know a little bit more about my campaign. 
we're excited to have you, and we're excited to help candidates like yourself get elected in November. It's very, very critical. Florida, California, Virginia, we need to move our Congress into a red Congress. So I'm happy and proud also to be here to help you to uh, get you uh, elected. For my audience, can you begin by sharing about your background, who you are, and how we got to you being a candidate for U.S. Congress today? Certainly, certainly. So um, just, you know, like I, I was not born and raised in Central Florida. I actually uh, came here uh, to Central Florida to pursue a career in the hospitality industry. Uh, I actually, I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, but I was raised in Central America because that's where my, my family, their background's from, and they own uh, businesses over there. They're, they're, you know, they're successful business owners. Uh, their business is actually, uh, they sell auto parts, and, and uh, it's, it's a good business to be in and in, in, in like uh, like in Central America, a country where the roads are, the roads are really bad. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, if my car breaks down, I have to call AAA. I don't know anything about cars. That was not my passion. So what, once I was in uh, college, I was at University of New Orleans uh, where I got my management degree. And at, at Tulane University in New Orleans, I got my master's degree in business. Um, I came to Disney. Uh, I mean, I came to Central Florida, actually. And I fell in love with the community, and I did get a job at the Walt Disney Company. Uh, I've been there uh, ever since. I, I love my job. I love the, the place I work with. Uh, I love the sunshine here in Florida, and uh, and it would be a, re- a real shame if I had would have to leave my job. But but you know what? I cannot sit on the sidelines, seeing what uh, sometimes you know some members of Congress are trying to do to our country, to our country, especially my representative, who uh, he he forgot basically that his job is to go to Congress and look out for the general welfare of the people that elected him. Uh, that's not what he's doing. He's basically uh, just casting votes on the orders and wishes of Nancy Pelosi. So we, we need someone in Congress, uh, an average person like me, not a politician, that's going to go uh, to Washington and, and represent the people. Amen. Amen. You are absolutely correct. We need people serving people. We don't need politicians in Washington. That's why we have the swamp the way that we do. And I'm very, very honored that you want to step up in these very difficult times to represent your district and the American people in Congress because there is a lot of politics going on and a lot of things that are not happening uh, in our country that are benefiting our people. So it is important that we get people like yourself into Congress. Can you talk about some of the issues that are prevalent in your district that you're concerned about uh, that made you want to run for Congress? So it's it's very interesting because initially one of the main issues that made me want to run was actually the border wall. But I actually believe that the Mm -hmm. border wall maybe wasn't such a pressing issue as it is going to be now. And I'm going to tell you why. So I I started uh, thinking about uh, running when – we had the government shutdown last, last year. It actually was, I think, December 2018 to January 2019. Um, and I, I saw how, like, government was in a stalemate, and I thought, this is just ridiculous. Why is my congressman let – me, let, let me write a letter to him. So, so I started doing some research on him because if you're going to talk to someone, you, you need to know your audience. So I started doing research on him. You know, what does he stand for? How did he get elected? Like, who voted for him? And I started seeing a lot of, uh, you know, videos and footage of him uh, basically pandering for votes in, in our community, uh, specifically to the Puerto Rican community, uh, telling them that, you know, Puerto Rico is not a state, 
Um, so, so basically, if they elect him here in Central Florida, he would be the representative for uh, for Puerto Rico and for Central Florida. So he would be their voice. Um, but uh, so he was in Congress, and um, he made a mention about the border wall. He said Donald Trump's policies are separating families at the border. And when he said that, that really struck me because I know that it's actually his policies and the Democrats' policies that are separating families right here in my district, and I'm going to tell you why. You see, when we had Donald Trump, he came in and he, uh, he did the tax cuts and all his policies of putting America first. They were working, and our economy was growing. We were having record unemployment numbers for Hispanics, for blacks, for Americans of all colors and races. And that is good because that means uh, businesses are growing, they're investing, there are more jobs out there. When there's more jobs, basically employers start fighting for labor, and, and, and the labor market becomes competitive. When that happens, wages go up, benefits go up. But that's not what was happening here in Central Florida in my district. I was going around town, uh, and I was talking to people, and I, I could see that people were, were tired, and they would tell me that they were working two jobs, long hours, and I thought, why is that? You know, wages aren't going up here. Why, why is that here? And, and this is why. Basically, when you have a booming economy and you have an unsecured border, that becomes a magnet for illegal immigrants, right? So illegal immigrants were coming into our community, and they were helping keep wages low. So when wages are low, uh, you know, families, parents, working, working class families, they have to work long hours and multiple jobs. When they're doing that, you're not at home making healthy home-cooked meals for yourself or for your children. You're not at home helping your children with their schooling. And I got I to gotta tell you, Chancey, our schooling here in Central Florida is not the best. And I know that we can pour as much money as we want. We can raise taxes, pour more money in. It's not going to work if the parents are not involved. But the parents can't be involved if they're working long hours, multiple jobs. Um, you know, and parents are also not, since they're working long hours, multiple jobs, they're not there uh, passing on the, the family values that our parents pass on to us, to our children. They're not there working uh, on their relationships. So, so this whole system of uh, keeping the border open is basically uh, separating families uh, right here in our district. And, and, and I, I assign that direct fault onto our congressman, uh, Darren Soto. He doesn't realize the havoc that having an unsecured border is causing in our community here in, in, in District 9. Now, I told you that, that uh, the border issue is going to be more important now, and, and this is why. You see, we have COVID-19, right? It, it, it's, it's basically uh, has uh, damaged our economy. Here in, in, in Florida, uh, the counties in my district are the top three counties with the highest unemployment rate because of the high concentration of hospitality workers. My counties are Osceola County, uh, Orange County, and Polk County, and they have respectively 31% unemployment, 23% unemployment, and 19% unemployment. So right now, you know, some of us, as things start opening, some of us will, will be going to work. Uh, just so you know, uh, just an FYI, myself included, I am furloughed from, from this thing. So we're hoping that things open soon so we can go back to work. But the reality is, yes. is that not all of us are going to be able to get our jobs back. So there's going to be still uh, high unemployment in, in our district. And this is what I'm telling people because I told you that I, I mentioned that I grew up in, in, in Central America. I still have family there. Mm -hmm. I still have a lot of friends. And a lot of my friends 
are, uh, you know, we all went to an American school, and they're business owners in Honduras. They're Hondurans that are business owners, very successful. And I talk to them. We, we talk all the time, and they tell me that because their economies are still closed, they are struggling to pay the bills. And some of them are going to have to lay off workers. Some of them are going to have to close their businesses. So I know for a fact that if we think we're having issues here with unemployment, trust me, Latin America, they're going to have a recession. They're going to have high unemployment. And their unemployment plan is to come here and take our jobs. So I believe that uh, this issue is going to be bigger now. I've actually had a lot of people reach out to me. You know, unfortunately, it's, 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 it's people that really can't vote for me because I have a primary on August 18th. But I've had a lot of people that are actually registered Democrats or registered independents that have reached out to me and tell me, listen, uh, Jose, I don't agree with everything that you stand for, but enough to get on board. Or, uh, I, or the, the issue that matters the most right now, you're right, is protecting American jobs. So I've been getting a lot of those messages. And, and for that reason, um, you know, it, it's a shame, but the border security is going to be more important than ever. And I think because that was part of my platform, uh, I think that's going to help me uh, not only win the primary, but also win the general election and I'm seat of Democrats. Well, thank you so much for your passion and your will to want to serve Florida and the American district. You're right on the right track, and we need more people with compassion like yourself for serving and uplifting our fellow men and, and women without any political or financial or personal interest. You know, God is starting to put his people in place. I'm a God-fearing person like I believe you are. And this election, 2020, is going to be very paramount. You know, I believe God is putting all his children together, and I thank uh, the Most High for allowing me to do this talk show to help advance candidates to the election because we need it now more than ever. We are fighting for our country. We are fighting for our Constitution. We are fighting for our first, second, third. All of our amendments are at risk here. I just want to just dovetail backwards for a second. You know, when they want to call Donald Trump a racist, he's separating families at the border. I've been involved in politics for over 40 years. And, you know, I know that most people don't pay attention to politics 24-7 like I do. Obama is the one that started separating families. Obama's the one that created the cages, not Donald Trump, okay? And if you know anything, as you know, about human trafficking, okay, which the left wants to deny, a lot of people are bringing children over here that are not their children, okay? So Donald yeah. Trump wants to make sure that these are their children and they're not being trafficked. I don't know why people can't understand that. I don't know why that the media wants to keep pushing this narrative of race, the divide, racism, versus the policies that he's putting forth to protect the American people. I wish people would wake up like yourself. And like I said, I commend you for fighting because we know what the truth is. And it's like we're fighting against a giant gorilla to prove that what they're saying is not accurate. You know, and that's why we have this platform, because we have real people, real issues, and real talk, and we want to cut through the mainstream media and tell the people straight. For those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show, and I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We're always right and never left. And in the studio today, I'm proud and blessed to have U.S. Congressional Candidate from Florida's District 9th in the studio, Jose Castillo, talking about Florida, this district, and the people there and the help that they need for their state. 
for the second half of the show, Jose, I'd like to move to some more national issues. Uh, you talked about the border wall. I'm sure you're familiar with immigration reform. What are some of the national issues that you're concerned about that when you get to Congress, you'd like to participate with either helping Donald Trump push policy agendas forward, or what policies or issues do you have that are dear to your heart that you'd like to implement on the national stage as well? You see, with, with, with so many people unemployed right now, I think that one of the things that I want to push forward is uh, economic freedom. We need to make sure that the government basically gets out of the way so that people feel comfortable and uh, to invest their money and grow our economy. Um, I, I'll, I'll give you some examples. You know, like pe- sometimes people are concerned with economic freedom, but just look when Donald Trump did the tax cuts, right, to so, so many companies. I work at Disney. And one good example of what Disney did was with their money, basically they started investing in their theme parks, their resorts. But one of the things they did is they invested in their employees. And, um, you know, in the company, basically, um, hourly workers can go to college for free now. You know, and, and, and basically we didn't have that before, but now that Disney had this additional income that they can invest in themselves, uh, they did this, you know, they're leading by example. And, you know, I, I, like I told you, I want government to get out of the way. So since we're talking about, and I'm mentioning to you, people being able to go to college, uh, basically with tuition reimburse, reimbursement, you know, I think that student loans have become uh, an issue in our country. Um, just so you know, just some background on the student loans. Uh, basically, back in the day when, when the Russians, when we had the space war uh, with the Russians, you know, there was a concern that we didn't want another country taking over uh, you know, in, in technology-wise, right? So we, we said, okay, we need students, we need our people in our country to be able to, um, um, how do I put it, advance uh, educationally. So the government sponsored uh, student loans in the, in the industries of technology, mathematics, and sciences, right? But now, basically, students can go and basically get a, uh, go to college, student loans, and they're undecided for four years. And then they get out of there, and there's just no way they can pay their degrees. So I want the government to, you know, we, we basically need less federal government, less federal loans, and what we need is more private loans, more tuition reimbursement. We're going to need trade schools. And if we're going to go to, if we're going to have any government-sponsored loans, I think it should be back to basics. It should be actually the state, the individual state sponsoring, and they should have the focus of mathematics, science, and engineering, which are careers in which students can easily pay off those loans. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's a great idea. In talking about student loans, uh, I want to move to public education. You talked about education. Public education in Florida is not that good. Public education around the country is not that good. You have 60% of African Americans, uh, a graduation rate from high school, which is extremely low. Uh, Our children are not prepared at all. they take out, they've taken out home economics, they've taken out woodshop, they've taken out basic training, uh, and also statesmanship, uh, American history, uh, Constitution, the Bill of Rights. We're not learning about American history. And I hope that when you get to Congress, you will look at the educational system. And I know they're doing it in California. They're introducing it in New Jersey. I don't want my children to be taught about transsexuals, about different people's sexual behavior. I do not think that is the place for a public school system. 
okay? It's already indoctrinated in, in California uh, that they're, they're showing uh, the, these images. It's really a shame. You know, but our kids cannot compete learning about different people's sexuality in a global economy, in a global society. We're not preparing our children, the global society. We're, we're not even preparing our children. When you have congresspeople like AOC who has no bearing of the founding of America, then what it means to be an American practicing socialism. We have a problem in our educational system. Then I hope that yourself and other congresspeople when get to Congress really look at the curriculum, really look at and I know that it's the state's rights, but I hope that we can put in federal policies that will really look at these issues, okay, that have no bearing on the success of our children in the real world. Casey, okay, as, as, as a father, um, one of the things I, I, I want is I want my daughter to grow up in the America that our founding fathers envisioned for us and not the America that the left and Darren Soto want for her. I mean, it's just, just the things that the left is throwing out there, it's, it's just crazy, you know, like things like just take away our guns, right? Defund the police. You know, if, if my family's yeah. in danger and I'm not here, I, I want them to be able to call the police. You know, I, I think it's crazy that, like, we've, we've had, you know, in, in government right now during the COVID crisis saying that, hey, if you go to church, for my safety, we're going to lock you up. But at the same time, we're going to release prisoners, right? And, and this whole nonsense of not believing in the border, it just doesn't make sense because, you know, we have, we have a lot of need in this country. We have unemployment. We have a lot of poverty. And, uh, you know, just think of it. When, when, when we talk about the border and we think of unemployment, you also have to think about all the drugs that are coming in. And they're, they're going and affecting mm-hmm. the poorest of neighborhoods in our country. And, and I just don't understand how the left keep saying that, you know, they just, that's not an issue. It, it makes no sense. Uh, it, it does not make any sense uh, whatsoever. Uh, and there's no rhyme or reason uh, behind what the left is doing. And, and it's really sad. They want change, but they don't know the type of change that they want. And, you know, it's interesting. If you're that unhappy with America, then why don't you try to raise policy issues to the legislature, the state, or the national level to bring about change? Or if America is that bad for you, why don't you leave? Why don't you leave? Because America is the greatest country in the world. I've had the opportunity to travel around the world. No one lives better than the people in America. That's why everybody's trying to come here, you know. But these spoiled kids and these spoiled millennials on the left think that everything should be handed to them, and they don't, they don't have to work for anything. And it's really sad, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, what's going on with the violent protests. I support protests, peaceful protests. I don't support violent protests where you're tearing down communities, pulling down statutes. For what purpose? What is your end game? And there isn't any. They, it's they just don't complete chaos. Exactly. They don't, they even, don't know. even know. And like, yeah. And, and and it's sad to watch. Um, um, every day. I mean, look at Seattle now. The mayor first says, "Oh, it's a, it's like a, a, a peaceful camping. It's a peaceful, peaceful camping in the summertime." And now she had to send the police in to disband them a month later. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, I don't know. The moral integrity, the moral fiber of this country is really broken and stretched. We need more God in our lives. 
and, and God in our country, and, and I just pray every day that things yeah. will but change you know, that like, we'll but, get people in office. But we do need yes, God, sir. but we need the parents to be able to be with their children and pass on the values that our parents gave to us. But that's not going to happen if we're working long hours in multiple jobs. That's why it's so important that we fix this, uh, this border issue and we finally build the wall once and for all. Listen, there's a few things that I, that I tell people on the left. Listen, the, 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 the federal government, right, the states make the federal government and they gave it limited power. The Constitution was made to constrain the government, not to constrain us. So I tell them this. If you want big government, if you want high taxes, then vote for high taxes at the local level. You know, but we're not going to be doing high taxes at the federal level because that's not what we want. And uh, another thing that I tell them, uh, and this is regarding the, the, the border issue, is uh, I tell them this. Listen, just imagine back in the day when, when our founding fathers fought against the British for their you know, freedom and liberty. If there was a, another country that our founding fathers could have left, and just gone and not fight. Uh, you know, basically that's what we need to look at when we look at countries like Latin America. There's people leaving corrupt governments, high unemployment, no rights, no liberties, and we're just we're just letting them in. But instead, you know, we should help them fight in their country. You know, stay in your country. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to fight. They're going to fight for their freedom. They're going to fight for their liberties. But but us allowing them in here, we're actually enabling those corrupt leaders in those countries. You are absolutely correct. That's what we're doing. We have to stop funding these countries that not are investing in their infrastructure or the people there and stealing the money. And I, I could not agree with you more. Jose, thank you very much for coming on the show today. I hope that before your uh, primary election in August, I'll be able to have you on a couple of more times. Before we close, can you please share with my audience if they want to donate to your campaign, if they want to volunteer, help get the word out, how can they contact you? Absolutely. Uh, if you go uh, to my website, joseforflorida.com, uh, you can donate there. You can contact me there. You can also go on any other social media and just type without any spaces, Jose for Florida, and you will find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can message me directly. Everyone in my campaign will see it, but I, I can answer you directly. Just one last thing I wanted to tell to uh, the listeners. If there's any listeners in, in, in who are in my district and can vote for me, I would be honored to have your vote. But just so you know, if you're not in my district, when I go to Congress, if you're a God-fearing American, if you believe the Constitution is the law of the land, if you believe that we should put America first, and if you believe that we have a God-given right to defend ourselves, our property, and our liberty, trust me, you might not be able to vote for me, but I will be in Congress voting for you. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on this evening. I wish you the best of luck in your campaign, and we will have you back on the show. Uh, before your primary, and thank you so much for wanting to step up, not only for the people of Florida, but for the people of the nation. It's a very difficult time. Brother Jose, thank you so much. God bless you and your family. Thank you, Chauncey. God bless you. For those that are tuning in, we just were listening to U.S. Congre uh, congressional candidate Jose Castillo talking about the challenges in Florida and our nation and talking about how in ways we are going to solve those issues in our country today. Please, josecastillo.com. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. Please look him up if you can help him out and donate. Please give him our support because he is for the people, 
by the people in favor of the people. You can follow The Chauncey Show on Twitter at The Chauncey Show on Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook, The Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at Right Talk Host and on Facebook at Right Talk Radio Host. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in, and please join us next Tuesday for Mike Velarde, 2020 U.S. Congressional Candidate from Florida, running in the 21st district. Exciting candidate that we're going to have, and we're going to have a lot more candidates from Florida, California, and Virginia on our show because those are the key states we want to try to push to get people elected in the office so we can help change the dynamic of the Congress. I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in. God bless you all. Please stay safe in these difficult times. Protect your family. Protect your children. And I want to thank all of those out there every day jeopardizing and the first responders, uh, putting their lives on the line every day to give us a normal life. You know, the gal and girl at the checkout at the grocery store or at the pharmacy, thank you so much to gas station attendant for all the work you do. You guys kept working for us and stayed out there, even in these difficult times. And I know that you don't hear enough thank yous, but I want to say thank you today. Again, God bless you all and have a good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Please follow us on Twitter at LibertyTodayUSA. You can also contribute to the show on Patreon. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.